Boom. Yo, what's good? This is Cheza. GMTM, not to be mistaken with MGMT. And I'm Mr. Old Guy, Mr. Steven S. I feel real old right now. The grays in the chin and the grays on top of the head. It's talking about grays in chin. And I'm nice and young, so I don't know what you're saying. But yes, this is the Casual Fan Podcast where we talk about Marvel shit, um, superhero shit, anything? Yeah, a whole lot with Spider-Man 3. What do you hear about Spider-Man 3? A whole lot. They confirmed uh, homie who played uh, Dr. Octopus. In... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw He's that. confirmed... Um, uh, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirsten? She's... Kirsten? Kirsten Dunst. She's Kirsten. confirmed. Um, they're talking about uh, the guy who plays this? Matt Murdock. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. It looks like it. Charlie Cox. Um, so then they're going all over. They're like, this is going to be a Spider-Verse. A yeah. real Spider-Verse. Because yeah. they're going to bring Charlie in. That's a whole nother... Well, that's supposed to be the same universe as Marvel's universe. The MCU anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make it... I think what they're trying to do with all the cameos and everything, plus you're dealing with the Spider-Verse and the multiverse. I think they're trying to make this like this version of Civil War. It's a, it's an ensemble cast. It's a Spider Man movie. No, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's yeah, really it, it, it's a bigger yeah. It's gonna be, be Spider Verse pretty much. It's gonna be Spider Verse yeah. where they're going through different times, so he's gonna catch different things. Yeah, so that's pretty dope. Still, a lot of good stuff with that. Um, after that, we did talk about HBO last week. Now they're dropping everything on HBO. Everything's going on HBO. Yeah. Um, yep. Justice League, Wonder Woman. What else? That Wonder yeah, Woman, that second one, that new Wonder Woman trailer looks dope. Yo, hold on. Did we even talk about the um, Justice League trailer? How the the how they upgraded uh, the bad guy? What was the bad guy's name again? Um, not Dark Side, but the other one, the one in Justice Stephen League. Wolf. He's Steppenwolf. Did you see the trailer for that? The new trailer? No, no, oh. I haven't seen. There's wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. There's a new. See, I'm. There's another. There's a new trailer for Justice League. The yeah, Snyder so, cut. yeah, the Snyder cut. So what they're doing for HBO is they're releasing Snyder's cut before he got fired or released or whatever it was that happened. So it's like a four-hour rendition of the movie. Yeah, it's gonna be in four parts on HBO Max. So bringing in Dark Side, they shot a few little more different um, scenes. Um, Steppenwolf looks nuts. Like Steppenwolf that we saw looks like the unfinished version when you see the next one he looks like he has like the big like spiked silver suit oh man it looks nuts it looks okay you guys rating out of one to ten justice league not what's coming out but justice league that passed what was you guys rating on that i I can't tell you because i I never went out and saw it well i saw five it wasn't it was like too convoluted. They tried to tell too many stories, which they should have At told in time. other movies beforehand. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's my thing. So what's your anticipation to watching this now compared to what's your anticipation to watching um the Zack Snyder cut? Um I just want to see what he what he wanted to do with it because his storylines were all intertwined. It's just that when Joss Whedon, I think it was Joss Whedon got a hold of it, it was just pretty much he threw different little <laughs> things within it. So it wasn't the same vision. 
And like most times when you get something like as a creative, if you give me something that you've worked on, you say, Chez, finish this up. It's not going to be exactly what you where you wanted to bring it. So it might not yeah. hit like you wanted it to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with Zack Snyder doing this, it's like and he gets he gets four hours. It's not a two hour movie anymore. He gets four episodes to run this right. So should be better than the actual movie, the movie that we got. So can't I complain so. too much. But yeah. Superhero wise, that's probably about it. Um, and yes, we always also talk about wrestling. Um, me and Trace talk. We're just saying we're gonna title this one um, "Cornet is King" because he's not wrong about a lot of the shit we see. He's spot on. Um, big, the big big thing of this week was Kenny Omega showing up on. Impact. Did you guys watch it? Nope. Catch a clip of I saw, it. I saw part. Of, I saw a part of a clip of him sitting down there with um, that Roberts guy that was using WWE and just having a. Oh yeah, 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 Matthew uh, Justin Roberts. Yeah. So and just having an interview about him. Something about him. He basically wants all the titles. He's like he's coming there for an- another title or something like that. I didn't hear it all though. Yeah. Well, he pretty much said. Like, okay, so the last Dynamite when he said big announcement on um, Impact. And then when he went on Impact, he said, I might be doing a little of this and I might do a little of this, but big announcement on this week's Dynamite. <laughs> so there was no reason for it. Plus, Impact is already taped in advance, right? Yeah. So they couldn't really intertwine them with the other wrestlers. Nobody's there. So it was pretty much just like their show in Kenny Omega was there. You know what I mean? Like he didn't intertwine with it because it was already taped. So that's pretty much that what that was. Did you watch I'm so not interested? (laughs) Did you watch Dynamite this week? I didn't think of Dynamite. I was watching more NXT. I saw I saw the part. I saw parts where um, Sting entered the ring. Yeah, it was okay. When it comes to Sting, I feel he might actually stay at AEW for a long time, just because it's Turner, and there's familiar faces like Dust, like Dustin Rhodes, Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. You know what I mean? Like he gets to pick his own way or whatever, but he gets to be with fam- familiarity. So to speak, pretty much. Didn't they already say it's a long-term deal, though? Or a multi-year deal? It's a multi-year deal, yeah. And he will be wrestling. He will be wrestling. At least two people. So it's going to be Darby and most likely Dustin. Not Dustin, I mean Cody. Possibly. Yeah, so they said... And if not not Cody, it will probably be um, Jericho. Who wants to see that though? No one wants to see that, but maybe that's what he wants—a fantasy match against Jericho, right? Like, but as long as it's not a fantasy, when Jericho was in WCW, like, did people actually care? Did they want to see those two fight? Not at that time, no. no. Not at that time. 
Well, I, I, hey, I would have watched it. I like Jericho at that time, and I like Sting. So yeah, I would have yeah. liked Cena That's what I mean. Too, that was Jericho then, too. That was like Jericho, Jericho. No, no I mean, not Jericho like in the sense that I wouldn't want to see it, but it's not like it was a, a storyline that crossed where that idea would come up. No, oh, okay. I wouldn't have thought of that, pairing them at that time. Well, yeah, so with the whole Sting thing, when he came in, he hugged Tony Schiavone, um, said what up to what was it, Arn Anderson. Then he sat there and he spoke with um, Cody. And then there's like shades of Cody like getting annoyed with him there. Sting was just saying he's here because there's like a familiar, fami- I can't even say the word, familiarity in the crowd. And then like shot pants to Darby in the crowd with half his face and doing the same thing that Sting did. So they're teasing that Sting and Darby will have they will cross paths sooner than later. And possibly there might be beef with Cody. I think Sting wins the TNT champion. Because as you said, as you say, Turner, it is a Turner network champion in all reality. In all reality, he's familiar. And for the longest while, he was WCW. He was turn turn. He was that network, right? I can it's see true. it. I can see Cody having influence in him winning that title, and then Cody trying wanted to beat Sting for that title. Even how you brought it up, like Turner, maybe they have the influence. Like you know how um, Fox has an influence on SmackDown, and um, yep. USA has an influence on Raw. What's to say that they're like, listen, we know Sting. Mm-hmm. As soon as Sting hit, you guys hit nine hundred thousand view, like nine hundred thousand viewers. Before that, you guys were bouncing around between seven to eight, or six to eight. So, listen, put the belt on him. Sting's our goal. Sting's their Goldberg, right? Put the belt on him. Call it a day. But as you say that, it makes me laugh because AEW people clown WWE for bringing the old guys in to fight. Then they bring in Sting and it's the greatest thing ever. It's like bit by bit, AEW learns that they have to move like WWE. Bit by Just bit, every, move, every movement, they start realizing shit. The shit they complain about, I actually have to do. They have to take, they, you, have to, you have to take a bit of, every, of, of the foundation. Like you, you can't, to. you can't, you can't, like every, Every reggae beat, every hip hop beat, there was always a foundation for the beat. You know what I'm saying? You have to take that foundation for the beat in order for you to go. You have to take that foundation that that WWE has kind of laid down. Even if you look at um at New Japan, when they bring back some of their old Japanese wrestlers, the place just goes nuts. Right? I, There's always a foundation that right you, you got to bring. And as a, as a new company coming in, you don't have any foundation, guys. You don't have any new guys, in, no, no old guys in there right now to say, okay, I'm bringing this guy back to bring back our crowd, right? right. WWE has those guys. Now you got to go out and get other guys. So you got, so far you've got Arn Anderson, you've got um, Jake the Snake, right? But they don't use you these guys. They got you totally Blanchard. You went and got Taz, you know? Um, you got Taz Blanchard. is the one who's like on there all the time. Taz is yeah. on TV the most. You got you got Blanchard. You got you know what I'm saying. You went and got old guys from they that were Jim, Jim Ross. You know what I'm saying, and 
WWE can pluck every one of those guys and says, these guys are ours before you guys even knew who they were. Yeah. But still, WWE had to grow to that point. There was a point yep. where they started just like them, where they didn't have big names, but they built their big names. And it's like, it's just funny to see AEW. Like, they based their whole life off of being anti-WWE. But they're pretty much following the path of They got to move like them. Like they say, they got to move like them. They say we got to be sports based. Nah, we're gonna be drama. We're gonna be drama all the time. It's like just, I'm like just, I don't know. That hate just bothers me. It's like stop acting like you don't like WWE. The only reason you really like AEW is because you want an option. Or stop acting like they're doing something so much different. That's the thing. And it's like. Like I watch like a lot of these like YouTubers like the What Culture, Wrestle Talk, um, I like Wrestling Inc. They all have an AEW bias. They will riff and kill WWE, and then AEW does something. They're like, oh, it wasn't my t- my my cup of tea. You're like, hold on, like you spazzed when AEW did it, and you're just like. When WWE did it, and you're just like, AEW, it's fine. It's not bad. Yeah. I don't know. That whole beef is crazy to me. But. People are going to pick a side, though. And it doesn't have to be that. Not at all. And, you know, truly, the whole beef isn't AEW versus WWE. It's AEW versus NXT. So it's like they're not comparable to WWE. Like to Raw, they're not comparable to SmackDown. They're not comparable yet. Like they're not even close. Yeah, that's bad if you're not comparable to Raw. You can't though. The only thing that Raw really has above anybody is they have some try of a storyline. Like they already understand their storyline has to go four weeks to the pay per view. So they will always give you that cookie cutter four week to the pay per view. AEW is like, we're going to throw that four weeks into one episode. And then the next week, we're going to just do a whole new a whole new thing. Yeah. It's just like, just stretch it out. Stretch out what you're doing. They kind of did it with Kenny Omega because they stretched it out over a couple days where he said he had an announcement, and then he had an announcement, and then, yeah. Well, they try to bring indie, to me, they try to bring indie mainstream. That's what AEW is. Yeah. And indie works indie. You have a small little crowd. You can, you know what I'm saying? Everything works indie, right? But when you are big stage, you need them big cameras. You need them, you need them, them, them angles, right? Your guys need to know how to perform with minimal mistakes. You as a company got to make sure that the equipment and whatever arena that your guys are in is fairly safe. Like I've watched too many episodes of 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 AEW where someone slipped off the top rope. Yeah. What's the next time someone slips off the top rope and ends up landing on their neck? You know where that issue lies, right? We're going to sit there and say, yo, we've watched this happen more than a more than one, two, three, four occasions 
when is AEW gonna get now someone's now someone's neck is broken. Now what AEW gonna do? You know why why that's happening? Because they have an outdoor, they're in an outdoor stadium. So the heat from the sun creates moisture on the on the ropes. So when they start doing shit in the ring, they get they don't have they don't have anything to to prevent any or not from what I see. Damn. But yeah, it's because they're in an outdoor place. It's like just the sun beating down on them. That's why this last episode they said it was like minus. Well, not minus. It was minus for us or whatever for them. But people had winter jackets on and the wrestlers had to be out there freezing their asses off same way because they're outside. So they're going old school WCW and WCW used to be outside? Yeah. Before they got to the arena? Yeah. Except they have access to many arenas. They choose the outside one. It's Tony Khan. But Tony Khan chooses an arena because WWE has an arena. He can't have anything less if he wants to be on the level, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I just, a whole bunch of things I'm like, I have an argument about NXT that the, just related to the whole thing. It, it's fu- another thing that I found funny was NXT was that indie look. You know what I mean? That's what people loved NXT for because it was wrestling without the bullshit. And then AEW came and it's no wrestling and it's bullshit. And they preferred that over that. And they act like NXT isn't the good show anymore. I don't I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> like the war is against the WWE name. That's it. That's it. I think and it could be wrong. I think based on the familiarity, got that one, of uh, the um, better than me <laughs> of the wrestlers in NXT. I prefer NXT. NXT right? grew on me this week. I think NXT to me NXT is a little bit more entertaining wise. Yeah. Right, like you're looking at you're looking at the match where uh, I don't know if you watched um, the Bruiserweight. Yeah, yeah, fight. Peter Dunn. But yeah, if you, if you watch his match, he's like, look at this guy, and he's like, he's small, but he just looks mean. Yeah. Like, and you're looking at him, is like, I want to see him against uh, against um, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, Yo, that's the that's my match I want to see. Saying Ciampa's name before you continue. Tell me Ciampa isn't the only wrestler today that has a Stone Cold vibe to him. Of course. This man comes in, does what he wants, looks mean, just whatever. But you look at him, you believe it. You're like, yeah, this guy's yeah, he's going to bust somebody's ass right now. Like, he has that Stone Cold vibe to him. Yeah. I just like really you, took that in, like, this week. But, yeah, continue. If you if you watch when he came into WWE, when he came to, to NXT, right? You still kind of cold. I didn't really like him. I thought he was too small. Then I started watching. I was like, you know what? I like DIY. I like these guys. I like, I like, I like, you know, I like yeah. DIY. I, I, I like, I like, I like these guys are actually good. Then Chompa just went in. When he went for, you start going for that championship, he just, he's just like mean and just yeah. came to make business. I came here just for this belt alone. Like he had a, he had like a Shawn Michaels. Stone Cold mix of attitude, like 
Like I'm here, I'm cold blooded, but I, I came here for this belt, and it's right. my time to shine. And it's just like now he's looking there, and he's like, you, you, you see his you see his promos talking about he doesn't see that type of leadership in the locker room no more. He sees a bunch of basically softies in the lo- in the locker room, you know, little prima donnas in the, in the locker room. It's just like okay, he's coming with something different, almost like a a Jericho type mentality of he changes persona as yeah. he's getting more of a veteran in the in WWE. He doesn't want to exactly. go up. He says he wants to stay right there in NXT. No, he does. He does want to stay in NXT. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Did you guys watch TakeOver? I know it was just this week, right? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Yo. Lower games. So, yeah. Pat Overall. McAfee? Yeah. I have to say, I am very, very impressed. With this guy. Yeah, he did the what? The Swanton off of the top of War Games. Is War Games supposed to be like Hell in a Cell or something? Because why are they jumping off the top of the thing? Yeah, War like, War Games used to be like War like Games, three, yeah, they used to have the cage rings. on top. Yeah. Yeah, three rings, but they're all within a cage, right? Yeah. But they gotta fight about why are they I don't I just didn't get why. Like Io Shirai jumped off with a freaking trash can. That didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand why she put a trash can over her head and jumped off. I said, like logically, that doesn't make shock sense. Factor. Shock the factor. Shock factor, factor but logically, that doesn't make sense. No. Because if I put a trash can over my head and jump off, I'm gonna have to assume nobody's gonna be there to catch me. You know what I mean? So I'm going head first in a trash can in the ring. I'm hoping. Hoping, hoping that I hit somebody. Me. Like, why did, to me, I'm like, well, shouldn't you throw the trash can down, hit the people, and then jump on top of the trash can? I'm See, like, my problem with that is, if you get hit with that edge of that freaking trash can when she's coming down, that too. Basically, like, face is gone. I, I didn't understand why she jumped off of the trash can. Like, Pat McAfee did a swanton. I didn't understand why... He's climbing up there in the first place. Like, I don't understand why people climb and people sit there and watch. Well, you're why there, am you're I watching? To, you're there to guard them, right? But if you're jumping off onto me, why do I want to catch you? So you're dumb. The team. It's so dumb. Hey, like, man. I'd be like, hey, I'll catch you. You jump, you drop, boom, knock yourself out, and I, I pin you. One, you two, drop, three. You die. You have another Owen Hart situation. No, catch the man. No, that's that's the that's the background. That's the wrestling reason. Yes, I understand. Like, as you mean, wrestlers, that's what they do. Reason. But I mean, just the logical. If this reason. was real, and Slim, me and you are fighting, then I climb up to the top of Trace's garage, and I'm gonna jump on you. Will you catch me? <laughs> We're fighting. We're fighting right now. Yo, we're mad at yo, each other right now. Yo, and I'm gonna that, jump on you. Yo, that thud, <laughs> that thud that you would hear <laughs> on the concrete. Like, like, come on. Like, there's no way. I never understood when they like. If the guy's already down, like how how Jeff Hardy does it, like he'll do something and you're knocked out, then you'll see him rush to the rush over to do a swanton. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're a little hazy. They're knocked out. 
that too when they're doing the the hazy thing and then they fall into okay cool but if i'm not hurt and nope. you jump off and i'm looking up like this why <laughs> why am i trying to catch you <laughs> am i like is it like cartoons where i can't move and my legs are just running in, in space and i just <gasps> it's no nah, man it's dumb it's stupid <laughs> I don't it's get dumb. It. it looks cool but it doesn't make sense like even Daniel Bryan, the way he does his dives. Well, what did he do? I believe it was, I, I forget who it was, but it was two people. One was person was out the ring and he was fighting somebody in the ring. Mm-hmm. So the person outside the ring did something to him and was cheering on the other side. So Daniel Bryan fights the guy in the ring, hits him. And then suicide goes off the dives ring. out. Yeah, goes off the ring, runs past that guy, and suicide dives on the other guy. Boom. Yeah. That makes sense because he wasn't expecting it. He wasn't it. expecting it. Understandable. Like, but if I'm looking at you, that's why I like when, when they do it to Cesaro and he does the uppercut to them. I'm like, hey, that's exactly what you would do. Yeah. If I see this guy coming to run right now, I'm taking off his head, bro. <laughs> I'm taking that off right now. But yeah. That's my rant for the day. <laughs> but yeah, takeover. You were saying Pat McAfee. Yeah, it was all right. It was a decent takeover. I, t- I watched some of it. It wasn't too bad. So I have a whole different respect for Mr. O'Reilly. He did do because work. Because out of every out of the out of that faction, right? To me, he, I, I looked at him as, yeah, whatever. That's true. I like Bobby Fish. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I, I like, um, I, I like, um, um, Strong. Mr. Mr. Baby. I like, I like, oh, I like, cool. he, he was the last one. I was like, ah, oh, not so long. Like, like, to me, why, to me, in my head, I was like, why was this guy in this group? He's like, is he that tag along guy that if he was brought up to the, to the, if he was brought up to the next level, would he be the one who got cast off? Right. But man, watching that guy wrestle, take punishment, give punishment, take punishment, take punishment. It was like he reminds me of Brian uh, of 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 Brian Daniels and um, Dolph Ziggler in mm. the way he can sell. Yeah. Right, and then the way in his performance, I'm just like, yo, this guy, he's a whole, he's a whole different you, yo. He's a whole, cause he's in there for 45 minutes getting beaten. He's the first one in there, yo. Bruiserweight whooped his ass. They went back and forth. Then when the next man came in there, yo, they beat, they beat them. Then when it was two on two, when later on, he's got another beating. When the third guy came in, he got another beating. This is like, yo. How much beat? How much beat can this guy get and still get up? Oh, man. And then the endurance, forty-five minutes, like shit, 90, 90 seconds into that matchup. <laughs> Takes conditioning. It's oh. true. But overall, what was your thought of Takeover? Pretty much, you slim. I was I was entertained. Yeah. Even in the girls' match, I was I was entertained. The the the. Jumping off the top rope with the um, garbage can, I was like, oh. shock factor. I was like, okay, yeah, well, yeah. 
you know, hey, <laughs> hey, this was interesting. So you do you. <laughs> I, I'll give it. I, I would give it a seven out of out of ten. Yeah, just because Finn Balor didn't really get the he didn't defend his title. Like I wanted to see. No, I want but... to see Cross. I want to see Balor. You know what I'm saying? I want to see these guys. That's why last Wednesday, yesterday was pretty entertaining. Because Fowler, Finn Balor, he came out. And then he said, I'm back. He's going to be, he's going to be doing, or um, he's going to have a match at New Year's Evil, January 6th. It looks like it can either be Peter Dunn, I believe O'Reilly, um, Damian Priest, or carrying cross priest called out cross cross comes out later and busts his ass so carrying cross was on the show finn balor's back priest and they're looking good nxt's looking good right now yo but you know what's gonna happen right vince ain't gonna like that what do you mean uh vince ain't gonna like that because you're gonna after like my next couple weeks, and he hears that yo NXT was the better show, and he's gonna cut that down to size real quick. No, nah, because they've been saying that for a while though, and he, he hasn't That'd bothered with it. Because to him, in the end, you can say it's the better show, but if the numbers aren't there, he doesn't care. I don't care if you have a better show if it doesn't make me more money. Take it off a of fucking Wednesday and see how much see how fucking great it does. That might be his next move. He's like, well, if you guys are doing so good, let me put you somewhere else. But at the same time, that's Vince. If your show's so good, why aren't you winning Wednesday? Well, then. Shit. Why is your show so shit on Monday? It doesn't matter. I get more than you both get together. <laughs> put, me, put, me in, put me in on a Thursday. It, no, I put yeah. you on a Wednesday. You should be. If you can't beat the competition, don't look in my way. If you can't beat AEW, what makes you think you're going to beat Raw? Maybe this is everybody thinks it's what's it called? Vince McMahon saying, yo, we gotta stop the push of AEW. Maybe Vince looked at Triple H and said, Here's your shot, son. Show me what prove, you can do. Prove me wrong. Show me what you can do. Show me that you can take control of a show and put it over a million with competition. That's what Triple H is trying to do what he's wanna do, but he's not beating AEW. So Vince just looks at it. Remember, Vince didn't care for the show. <laughs> Vince was like, this is fine to go on the WWE Network. Well, NXT, right? Yeah. He was like, I'm finally keeping it there. I don't want to bring it over there. He only brought it over there because he was like, fuck it. AEW is coming out. Let's try it out. USA is going to throw us a little more money. Try it out. Why not? Go ahead. What? NXT this week was pretty dope. Um, Raw this week, the biggest thing to me was Sheamus and Drew McIntyre fighting each other and then going out for a beer. Honestly, I didn't think they were going to go for the fight. I thought they were going to do the face-off and Drew's going to look at him and was like, drinks are on you. You know what I mean? But then they went out for the whole Scottish boys fight. This is what we do, you know? So yeah. they all fight it but out. But in all reality, that is what they do. But isn't it usually when they're drunk? <laughs> they have to be drunk first. <laughs> usually it only happens when they're drunk. 
it's it, you know what for Scottish people it's usually in their liver it's in their blood I think it's just <laughs> the liquor just comes out when they start to get arguments and yeah. that's what fuels them and they start fighting and then there's like okay you know what we need to get some more liquor in us to calm down because usually <laughs> liquor to calm us down <laughs> if if you if you watch some of these these old Scottish shows they fight and they go and have a drink later so I was like all right you know what maybe that's exactly what it is or yeah. But it made me laugh because I'm like, I kind of expected this. I thought they were just going to say drinks. But when they started fighting, I knew how it was going to end. I'm like, this is not going to turn into a beef. They're gonna, still going to say drinks is on you. And I'm like, Seamus said it to Drew and Drew just laughed. I said, Drew, you're supposed to turn it to him. Be like, nah, B, you fucked up. <laughs> not me. <laughs> what happens, man? But yeah, that was the biggest thing that I saw out of, out of Raw. Um. Oh, the fiend! Oh, Randy did you get to see Orton. that? Did, yeah, Randy did you see the Randy Orton fiend? On the um, had a match against uh, Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt. End of the match. Fiend. Randy gets him, gives him the RKO, drops him, pins him. The lights turn off. Turn back on. Randy looks down. It's the fiend. I was trying to figure out if that was pre-taped, or, or. They were wearing the clothes. He was wearing so, his clothes underneath and whipped it. But so by the no, way it was shot, they didn't show the hard cam shot. It was more from the side towards the towards the ramp. All right. So it was taped. It was. First part first part was the, they're both they're both the tape. So the RK was taped and then they, they switched. Because it was one how I did it so quickly. They go, this is how they did it. They taped it because now you can pre-tape, right? They pre-tape part of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and truthfully, the audience, they don't see, they see exactly what we see. Yep. You know what I mean? They're just watching the same show we're watching. They not, they're not really seeing inside of the thing. So yeah, they flip that switch to the pre-tape. It makes no difference. Randy and Bray just get up and start watching it themselves. <laughs> Pretty so my dope. question is, they're just watching, we're just, they're just watching what we're watching from the other side of the screen. Pretty much. That's it. So and you get to see your that that I still don't know. I haven't I really looked into I, it. I pay for that shit. But I believe your payment is pretty much WWE network. If you have the network, you have a login type thing. I believe it's in that way. Or well, I know the NBA yeah. was charging like twenty five bucks for to go to the NBA. That's it. So probably they they probably do charge. So I'm just like. Oh, hey, you know what? The joke is they'll well, never have an empty seat. Uh, well, the, the thing is, you know what? I can sit at home and watch from the other side of them for free. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is they'll never have an empty seat because, say, nobody pays. They already have footage. So they just take old footage and throw it in. It sure. doesn't matter. And then they'll cut it in when they're supposed to be cheering, cut it in when they're supposed to be booing. Well, you hear people cheering. I'm just like, yo, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah, nah, man, they pressing that button. Ain't nobody <laughs> there cheering. They're like, they're like Jamaican DJs. Like, every, every <laughs> so like, often you'll get the, every so often you'll get the "This is Awesome" chants in there. Uh-huh. I hate when they do that shit. Or the holy shit, oh, get out of here. We know it's not real, man. Stop it. Just, just give us the cheers and the booze. You don't, hey, you don't try to show. tell us what is awesome. It's a show. 
Like, it's a show. It's awesome. a fully produced show. I'm just saying, like, it's deep. They got writers, bro. It's a fully produced show. What do you, what, what do you want? It is. It's true. But, yeah. Um, anything about the Roman Reigns and KO? You said, actually, Trace was talking. He's like, I believe in the KON versus Reigns. Did you get to see yeah. it, Slim? Did you get to see any of the the promos, the matchups together? Well, no matches yet, but... I see some of the promos. I also heard Goldberg calling him out. Yeah, yeah. Not just Goldberg, though. Uh, that pro- like, I can see that Roman happening. Roman Reigns is next. Roman Reigns is not. He goes, and actually KO's next. Yeah, he's like, I don't wait in line. I'm never next. I pick who I want. <laughs> and KO's next. But yeah, KO and him are the promo's pretty dope. Yeah. It's working. KO like flipped that switch where he went from the funny guy to now he's fucking serious. Uh-huh. It's pretty dope. I'm looking forward to that one actually. What was Kevin Stein Kevin Steen days? I hope he gets rid of the stunner. I hope he gets rid of the whole stunner shit. It's so annoying. Stun Owen Stun. It's weird. I, I just want to see fight Owens fight. Like that's so that? that's so good. So much nice and easy. Fight Owens fight. Like, come on, that's it. So, who do you think came up with that one? Uh, he had to come up with that one because he had kill Owens kill or kill Steen kill. And Vince is like, we're not using kill. So, Steen's fight, fight Owens fight. No, but who think he come up with stun Owens stun? Oh, him. You think he came up with it? You don't think Vince came up with that one? No, because he has Stone Cold if he can do the stunner. Maybe Vince is like, you know what, keep doing the stunner because I like it. I don't know, but time is down. So, Trace, you can take us out. Shot Club Podcast. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. You never know when we're going live. We going live? Sure. Going live. Yeah, my casual fan podcast. Check us on Instagram. Check us every week. Looking like Friday, but yeah. Catch us. You'll see us Friday or Saturday. You might get lucky. Um, Galaxy J7 star. Anything? You can talk about major height. <laughs> we talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is why. Yo, 